0: Hello, welcome back to Twenty Six Under. My name is Robert. Uh, Join with me is Henry. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> just us. <laughs> this is our show. This, this is our show. At this time we're taking over. We're, we're taking over. It's uh, it's gonna be. But we were already here. <laughs> we were already here. It's just gonna be us for this one. Um, and uh, our enemy today uh, for this week was number six. Um, yeah. So first impressions for the show. Uh, I started watching it because I watched it all in one day because I wanted to just finish it in one day uh, because it's short enough. And I started watching the first two episodes and I was like, wow, this is super boring and I don't want to watch it anymore. And then I kept watching it and then I changed my mind and I said, I want to keep watching this. I I hope so. We have to watch this. Oh, I know. I know. Sometimes I just think like you don't have to do this anymore, Robert. You're not contractually obligated to do shit. But uh, I finished it and I enjoyed it. I didn't set a contract. What? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, my first impressions were that it was kind of boring and then it slowly became really cool. Anyway. I agree. It took me two days to watch because I watched these really late at night. But I was happy that it had a full plot that didn't have a lot of extra nonsensical stuff on the side. It didn't have like a lot of that, like, one-off random stuff. Like, the the story just kept moving forward. And it was a nice change of pace compared to what we've recently been watching. For me, what I can take from it is it's sort of like the mysterious intrigue of noir and then the dystopiation from Juose kind of just smashed together. Yeah. And it worked really well. Yeah, it did. Exceptionally well. Uh... But yeah, now we'll get into some of the characters. <clears throat> There's a pretty lively cast of characters, but we're only going to be focusing on four specific characters. These are the ones that I felt had the most impact in the story. Now, well, obviously I nice was important. I, I would also throw in, you know, the the pimp guy to be important too, but uh you know, we'll worry we'll, about him later. So first we're going to start off with our uh, beautiful beautiful small child protagonist, Shion. Um, he's so he's so loving. He's a very naive child. And innocent. <laughs> he's very innocent. <laughs> um, the thing about it is that, like, so the world of number six, and number six is the district that they live in, of this large post-war dystopia society. Well, it's not a dystopia, because they live in the nice, utopic place. Uh, it's everywhere outside of the walls that's terrible. Um uh, not necessarily. Like, so, like we learned that there's other cities, but number six specifically is like way more strict. Yeah, than and number the other six cities. is seen as the um, oh, there's an actual word for what these are called, but I don't remember. Uh, number six is the big hoity-toity rich people area, and you know, Xian gets to be there because he's super intelligent, and like he's super smart. Mm-hmm. But he's also kind of too nice to everyone, um, and this is his biggest weakness and probably one of his best strengths, uh, at least I feel it is. I'd agree with that. Um, he... So there's two times in it. There's the starting off time, which is you know where we get introduced to him episodes. while he's a middle schooler, or high schooler? Middle school. Middle school. Um, he's a middle schooler, and then later on in the time skip, he's an 18-year-old. Uh, I believe he's 18. Something like that. Something like that. Um, 17 or 18, one of those two. I think it's I think it's either, it's definitely past 18, Me. because... Uh, no, it's not, though. It was only a four-year time skip. Listen. <laughs> I know, right? Actually, no, hold on. I think it was only a two-year time It was either a two- or four-year time skip, and he was either 16 or 18. But regardless, um, he's still the same person when he gets older, and, you know, that doesn't change. Nope. Uh, But one of the things that causes him to change is the other character, the other main character of the show, Nezumi or Rat. Uh, If the show has an English dub, he's probably just called Rat. Probably. Um, But we're going to call him Nezemi because it's better. Nesmi is an escaped boy from the tower in the middle of number six, yeah. where they kind of do experiments on people who they deem not... Important. Important. So, like, he runs away, he gets shot in the arm, and there's currently a typhoon going on. Um, And, you know, we kind of don't understand exactly how he runs into Shion, or how he even knew where Shion lived. But Shion beforehand was yelling into the storm, and that's how Nezumi saw him. And He's like, oh, I'm going to go over there, because that boy seems pretty interesting. Uh-huh. Um, and then shows up in the, in the window, uh, walks in, and then, you know, Shion has to disable his alarm and says, I'm actually getting into the plot now. Yeah. Uh, Crazy. Nezumi is a... He starts off as a small child, almost looks like a frail little girl, um, and is actually shorter than Shion. So, like, there's this weird, like, power dynamic where it's like, oh, you look like a small little girl that needs to be rescued. And Nezmi doesn't like warming up to people because Nezmi doesn't like people. Nezmi wants to keep to Nezmi and not get attached to anyone. But Nezmi gets a taste of Shion's mom's pie and is immediately, immediately happy about it. Yep. Uh, and then there's news reports going on um, that, you know, Nezmi is an escape oh, I'm person. I'm just getting in plot. Ah, Starry! <laughs> uh, Alright, fine. Uh, Nezumi after the time skip. Still the same person. You will notice that there is literally not very much character development in the beginning because who they were in the past to where they are after the time skip is the same thing. Yeah. It does not change. Um, but, you know, later, once we get talking about actual plot related stuff, you'll see what Nezumi does. Nezumi... Uh... Is a much harsher person than Shion. Yeah. He... uh, You can almost say that he's almost the polar opposite of Shion in a lot of ways. 100%. They're foils of each other. Yeah. Uh, And this happens all throughout it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we get to the third character. um, Safu. Uh, She is... um, So she was a poor girl. Well, not poor girl, but... She was a girl that moved in to number six with her grandmother. Uh Uh-huh. And she didn't wear the conventional clothing, she wore what her grandmother made her. So everyone made fun of her for it, except for Shion. Shion was very nice to her. So, so she developed a crush for Shion. She does develop that, a crush. And that stays throughout the whole series. Oh god, it gets fucking weird, dude. It was way more direct than I was expecting. Oh oh yeah, no, I wasn't expecting that. I'm just like, uh... once want your babies. Like, wait, what? Safa, what are you talking about? Sex. No. Yes. Uh, but she's... She uh, cares about her grandma. She cares about Xian. Um, Kids Xian in the middle of the rain. He doesn't understand what that is because he's made of cardboard. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then he gets a purple sweater. And uh, it's a pretty dang purple sweater. Gives that purple sweater to Nesmi. I'll come back later. Yeah. She eventually has to. She eventually leaves to go to study at uh, another district. Yeah. After the time uh, skip, ult- she studies abroad. Ultimately returns back. Ultimately returns back. Uh, and then because plot plot. You'll notice that these characters develop a lot more during the plot. Yeah. And then um, our last big character is uh, Dogkeeper. Dogkeeper. So after the time skip, when things go awry, uh, they run into... well, Shion runs into Dogkeeper. Nezumi knows who they are. Who who, who, who they are. Um, and they run an inn for a lot of the squalid people in the outskirts of the city. Um... And it's a hotel full of dogs, and the dogs are used as basically pillows and blankets to keep them warm so they don't freeze. Uh, they're a very nice person, um, yeah. but they're also cold a bit because of the area that they live in. Um, but, I mean, Dog Keeper's relevance comes up a lot more in the plot. Dog keepers is raised by dogs. Yes, Literally. Dog Keeper <laughs> raised by dogs. There was a whole <laughs> lot of things I didn't need to see. That's that fine. was brought up. Oh, it's totally fine. Mm, I don't know if that works in real life. Probably not. It doesn't. No. <laughs> it does not. But anime. Anime. That's all, all right. we can say about it. Well, now we can get into this plot. All right, now I can start breaking down this plot. Yeah. The, world, uh, the world has gone through war. The world has been horrible, through war. Horrible, horrible war. <laughs> we now live in small utopia sex. Yes. Numbered cities. We now live in numbered cities, and it's it's kind of like if you've ever heard of the movie 1984. Uh, um, wow. That's a movie Written now. by Gutenberg, was it? Something like that. I think so. Um, and it's basically a world where it's just like, you have to believe what they're telling you. Like, they're feeding you this UNICEF rice that's actually just full of lies. <clears throat> And, like, but if if you believe in the bullcrap that we're spewing out, you get to live here. Yeah. As long as you don't do anything wrong, then you're fine. But as soon as you do one thing wrong, or I hear the word don't like, we're going to get you. Yeah. And they'll take care of you. We're going to tell you about this new uh, game called Raid Shadow Legends. (laughs) No, stop. (laughs) But Xiang lives in the society. Yep. And... He's he's set up to, to be part of this elite elite class, yes. for the elite, and, uh... He's going easy street. Like like we like we were getting into, uh, there's this big typhoon, and Nezumi escapes from the, the experimental prison system there. Yeah. It's like a big ol' thingy in the middle. Yeah. called, like, the moon something. They had a name for it. I don't remember. Not but, uh, he uses, uh, Shion's open window as a chance to get out of the rain and escape. Because he's being chased. Yep. And Xi'an decides not to alert the police no. and tries to help him. Yeah. He heals his wound, he feeds him. And then this is when they start developing a bond. Uh yes, and then he runs out. But then But then the society learns of this somehow still? So they learn about it because um, Oh, how is it? Uh, I don't remember exactly how they figured it out, but it we see it after the time skip. Because, like... Yeah, no, well, uh, the next day, Nizumi is gone, and the security bureau arrives. Yeah, and the security people are and there, and they're like, just yeah. like, hey, I did this. were you taking care of a small child who ran through here? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. don't hurt me. Like, oh, we're going to have to strip you of all your worldly possessions now and send you to Lost Town, because you're a bad boy. Your mom's okay. going with you. Like, oh, okay. True fact. And then, true, true facts about opening up a bakery. And, and then we t- time. Then we time jump forward. We time jump forward into the time break. Yep. She yeah. now working for the city. Yes. Because it's the best job we can get in his uh-huh. status. And pretty much what he does is he works with these little robots that keep the area clean. Um, you know they're like little security. He's tricks. like a, a parks and rec kind of job. job. I actually wouldn't mind that job, honestly. That job would be It's pretty dope. Uh, Aside from the bees. Aside from the bees. We'll get to the bees. (laughs) We'll (laughs) get (laughs) to the bees. I scrolled down a little bit too far. Uh, And pretty much when he's working one day, he's always kind of talking to his friend that he sits with, but he's always bringing up words of like treasonous words that are just like, I think they're hiding secrets from us. And everyone wears these little bracelets on their arm to like be their identity. Yep, and it does yeah, basically it allows him to places. It tells you who you are. Oh that. God, that was so messed though. When like he goes to job and he has to put the little wristband up to the to the podium, and it's just like, say your utter allegiance <laughs> to number six. <laughs> oh, like, fuck, dude, it's like, oh, but, <laughs> I <was> like, oh <laughs> what is oh, this? Okay, then. Um, can't do that. Uh, but he pretty much. Uh, one of the robots ends up walking past a man laying on the the ground. So they're like, "Oh no, that looks like crime. We need to go take care of that." Yep. And him and his friend run over there and they see what's going on. There's there's an old guy laying on the floor. It's like, "Old oh, man, what are you doing on the floor?" Oh, he's dead, he's covered, covered out. in liver spots. He's, mum- he's mummified. He's been mummified. Uh, and then there's this weird like growth on his neck that starts moving around in a circle. And then a bee escapes. Something comes out and it's a bee with a big ass stinger, and it flies away. And they're like, oh, shit, what is that? Um, but they forget about it and don't care. And then go back to work. And the next day. The next day. And then he says something to his friend, and his friend is just like, oh, hold on, I'll go make some coffee. And then his friend starts rapidly aging for some reason. And he's panicking. He's like, oh, God. And then his friend dies. And he's like, oh, this is bad. But wait, the same growth on his neck. Has a bee coming out of it, and then Xion blacks out. But you know what happens in that blackout? Like it's pretty easy to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, because of this, Xion obviously contacts the. Oh, contacts authorities. the authorities! Like, hey, there was a murder here. Like, yeah, like, 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 yeah, you killed him. Like, wait, what? Yeah, you killed him. What do you mean? Oh, we have all these like treasonous words you've been saying that we've been listening to. You, you work for the government, dumbass. Yeah. Of course, we're listening. You to also you. harbored a, a past fugitive. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a very good leg to stand on right yeah. now. Like, oh, am I going to, yes. going to jail? You're going to jail. Ah, great. So he gets loaded in the paddy wagon, and um, yeah, when yeah. they're driving on the road over a bridge, Xiong, uh gets rescued by someone. Nesame, as it turns out. Nezumi as it turns out. is living quite the life of crime. <laughs> I wouldn't say quite the life of crime. I would say quite the life of vigilanteism. Of, of intrigue? Of intrigue. He's now a man of mystery? Uh, he's Nicolas Cage, and Sheehan is the Declaration of Independence. Oh. So he uh, rescues them, tries to escape in the car, and the car is actually automated to go back to the men. Yep. Um, he puts a bomb inside of the car and tells them to get out, and the car yeah. explodes. Uh, and then they take a smaller car. To go to a sewer, mm-hmm. and in the sewer they travel through it. And, you know, Nezumi's like, "Oh, what's the matter? You can't swim, you posh frick." And you know he's just like, "Oh, I'll show you I can do it." And he's he's being complacent, far too complacent than I would be. Yeah, uh, I I would I would be panicking like horribly. Well, that's the whole reason we got the the before time scene is to show their trust in each other. Yeah. It's, that's what we're calling. <laughs> that's what that's what I'm going. With. That's what we're going with trust. Trusting <laughs> each other. Trust that you won't drown in that sewer. of Yeah. Disgust. Exactly. Like no, I won't die. Um. And then they go wash up on this edge of an area, yeah. uh, and then they they go outside. So there, there's this whole town on the outskirts of the walled city of uh, City Number Six, and that's where they end up. Yeah. Kind of like time. a ruined area where yeah. Nezumi lives, but he lives underground, and it's currently the winter time. Yeah. Uh, so it's cold. Yeah. And when they get to Nezumi's home... Nezumi's home you know, surprise. they have a they have a bonding moment and they're just sitting there and then Nezumi's like, hey, like, do you even want to go... Like, Why do you want to go back to number six so much? And it's just like, oh, well, there's people there that I care about. And he's like, well, we're going to be enemies if we keep up with that. And then he goes to sleep. And then B. B's and then, an and then turns out Shion has a B. Shion has a B. Except Shion's affected differently. Um... Than everyone else. And Nezumi's just, like, holding him down on the bed, like, stop moving, stop resisting, I'm gonna get this bee out of you. And, you know, cuts the back of his neck, and Shion's having this weird inner, like, hot moment where he's dying-ish. Uh, and then the small Koopa gets pulled out of his neck, yep. and... Uh, And then Nesmi's just like, Okay, cool, I managed to pull it out of your neck, I'll go ahead and let you rest a little bit. Shion wakes up, walks in front of a mirror, and his hair is stark white. Yep. And he has us And uh, he has this weird patterns. red skin patterns. Skin patterns. And he's like, Oh god, what happened? So he takes off his bandages. <laughs> What's and, happened to me? <laughs> and he's freaking out. He's like, Oh god, I should have died. I should have been dead and yep. then Nesmi's just like, uh, you live. Congratulations. Like, this is this weird thing that I've seen from a lot of animes where it's just like, no, you want to live. You, you don't want to die. No, I wanted to die. Like, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then he's like, oh, I remember now. This bee that I saw. It was in people's necks. Well, that's weird. But hey, why don't we just wait for the springtime when the bees burst out of everyone's necks and kill them? That would be a riot, wouldn't it, Chionn? She was like, no. resume's yeah. like, yeah, we, we have to watch the whole city burn. watch the whole city <laughs> burn. Down. It's just like, yeah, no. She was like, no, we, we need to stop them. We need to stop and, we and get whole- save. But I don't want to save number six. Yeah, well, this starts the whole back and forth. We'd, we'd, this we'd does start the whole back and forth. Uh, so pretty much they need to go get some information about stuff. Mm-hmm. So they go to an inn. And this is where they run into Dogkeeper. Um, yep. Because Dog Keeper is really good at uh, collecting information. Yes, very much so. Um, their services are not cheap, no. Uh, and pretty much we see the dynamic between Nezumi and Dogkeeper, and Dogkeeper's noticing Nezumi's weakness around Xion, and they're going to start exploiting it. Yeah. Well, for their own game. To be fair, Nezumi was a real asshole. Mm. to a Dogkeeper. 100%. 100%. 100%. So then Dogkeeper tried to kill Nezumi. Oh, 100%. Easy. Easy peasy. Um, and Xion actually works for Dogkeeper now to clean the dogs. because. Yep. Shian gets along with the dogs very well. Also, Shane has nothing else to do in the city. <laughs> he needs to get money somehow. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and also, we learn about Nezumi's alter self, Eve. Um, because Nezumi is a stage performer. But you remember what I said earlier about Nezumi looking like a small little girl? Nezumi plays a really good girl. Yep. Like a, a really convincing girl that can sing very well. Mm-hmm. So that becomes a thing later on, once the uh, pitman uh, tells of troubles on the surface. Um, yeah. But yeah. we'll worry about that in a minute. Uh, for now, let's go back to talking about Safu and her grandmother. Her grandmother has now become old and must go live in this hospice place. Yep. Um, she has with her, you know, uh, a knitting needle, glasses, and she just does stuff. Um... But Safu hears while she's out and about that, like, oh, your grandmother perished. Um, these are her personal effects. Well, her her grandma perished, so she goes back to number yeah, six. Yeah, she goes back to number six. Goes to the residence, and then she goes, oh, yeah, here are all your grandmother's things. Okay. And hands her a small little box, knowing very well that her grandmother knit constantly. Yes. So there should be a lot more than this. And all yeah. that was in there was just a pair of glasses and some stuff that was knit that did not smell like her. Nope. That in fact smells like it was cleaned. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she knew something was up with that. So she goes to Xian's mom's shop in uh, Lost Town. And, you know, in this whole time, Xian's mom was panicking, but Nezumi was sending a rat to give her messages saying, like, oh, your son's fine." Oh, we never covered the rats. Uh, we didn't cover the rats. We'll cover the rats right now. There's, There's three of them. There's three of them. There's three small rats that do Nezumi's work, and they're they're very good boys. And that Shion also named. Shion also named. Well, oh, no, they were already all named. No, Shion named them. Oh, Shion named them. Yeah, specifically. Oh, well, that's even better. Um, yeah, and these rats play a pretty big part in moving information around to keep people informed of what's going on. Not only us, but the people in the anime. Yeah. Um, but pretty much like. You know, Safu's talking to Shion's mom, and she's like, you know, there's some weird shit going on, and I don't think my grandmother died of normal reasons. Like, I'm pretty sure something happened in that place. I don't trust what's going on. And again, they hear everything, the government. Yep. So Safu's leaving, and she's just like, oh, I'll get into contact with uh, Shion. Oh, wait, Shion's not here. Why, why is Shion not here? Like, are you trying to get into contact with a fugitive? Wait, what? And they learn about the past that Safu and Shion had where they were friends. You are a criminal person, so we're going to take you to to jail. For no reason. Uh, But she's not going to... Well, she's going to the jail, but for a specific reason that they need her for something. Yeah. Um, That is a huge plot point that comes in, like, out of left field. (laughs) Out of left field. But we'll talk about that later. Um... And now, now we get to the point where it's like Shion watches Nesmi doing some performance work. Mm-hmm. Nesmi faints, takes Nesmi home. They this is it was it was bonding moments. Like every time yeah. at the end of the episode, something's happening. It's just a bonding moment between Shion and Nesmi. They're really pushing these two together, uh, and they should because they need to because they need to be together. Yeah, um, but now they're starting to be a lot more word about the bee thing going on and mm-hmm. people are starting to believe it more and more in the outskirts of town and uh, then the friend of the mother from back in the past, the pimp quote unquote tells of that Safu has been kidnapped um, because Xian uh, runs into the town district and sees a coat that is the same one that Safu wears Yes. And wonders where you got this and said, Oh, Dog Keeper brought this from the prison. Yep. And that's where two and two started to come together and things were like, Oh, no, I need to save this girl that I don't actually harbor any feelings for, but she's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> and and Nesmi says that's stupid. Well, it is. Very much so. <laughs> and so, and yeah, like. <laughs> here we are, planning, planning a. Uh... Uh, a breakout. Oh, this is the worst plan ever. Because I was like, how, how are they going to get in there first off? And it's like, oh, don't worry. You'll figure it out. Turns out their plan was to cause a police raid. <laughs> uh, Boy, did they do it. So they caused a raid that was actually Nezumi's big brain idea. Um, even though he didn't want anything to do with it. Because he's still upset that Chian now changed his mind and said, wait. Instead of saving number six, why don't we just knock down all of the walls? Yep. That way there's no more walls. And then he's like, okay, all right. Yeah, there's no more distinction. That's believable. Uh, I'll believe you. I- I'll believe you for this moment. Um, so the military happens. They destroy a portion of a the town. Um, they destroy a large portion of the town. Of a large area. portion of the town. And they start kidnapping people. Nezmi and uh, Shion run into a baby. They yep. have the dog take a baby back to dog keeper. Yep. Um And you know they're then kidnapped. They let themselves go up. They're like, "Okay, you caught us. This was not part of our plan." Oh no! And um, dog takes baby back to dog keeper, and then like the the pimp doesn't know how to hold the baby because he doesn't know how to take care of kids. But as soon as he gives the kid to dog keeper, dog keeper and the baby immediately connect, and it calls dog keeper mama. Because babies are intelligent. And that's pretty much how you learn that dog keeper's actually a girl. This whole time we thought she was a boy. Whole um, time. Because <clears throat> a little bit before this, to get the information about what was going on at the top, they devised a plan to have Nezumi, or not Nezumi, uh, dog keeper act like an escort. Yes. Um, and she was very off put by it because, like, Everyone was in the room waiting for it to happen, for them to jump out and surprise. But she was like panicking because she's like, I don't know, you let this guy get way too far. And then she's like washing herself off because she's like, this is disgusting. I don't know why you guys did this. I hate you, Nezumi. You're a terrible person. And then she immediately picks up on it. He's like, oh, oh, you're a girl. That's why it was so bad. Okay. And then, then we don't really talk about that anymore. No. It wasn't even a big point, really, because, like, uh, it just wasn't. And then there was, like, a scene of a baby drinking milk from a dog, and I didn't like any of that. It, it was weird. Uh, Not super relevant. <laughs> um, but now they're in the escort vehicles going to the prison, mm-hmm. and everyone's kind of sad and miserable. But Nesmi sings a song to lift everyone's spirits. But And then claims that singing song doesn't lift anyone's spirits. Oh, claiming song does not lift anyone's <laughs> spirits. Um, but a little bit before this, I believe, is when they first talk to the man who created the society they live in. Uh, I don't remember what his name is. I don't care. But this old man who has the same markings as uh, Xi'an, Tells them of the story of what's going on and why uh, Nezmi constantly hears the same song that he sings and everyone down there is panicking once he starts singing it because the people that live down there and Nezmi were escaped forest dwellers and their forest was burnt down by the scientists who were expanding the utopia that they live in. And there's this tree mother named. Oh, I want to know what the name of it is. I can't. Illurius. E- e- that's what Elerius. it is. Illurius. Um And this is like the tree mother. And they use this to build the society to keep everything safe. Yep. Well, Illurius didn't like that, so Illurius was the one who was creating the <gasps> goes, Um Because these were going to be used to return everything back to normal. Um. So we have three things going on right now. We have Nezumi and Shion going through the jail. We have... Uh, All the bees are activating? All the bees are quickly activating in the city. And there's a resistance that is trying to get the information out there about what's going on in number six. But they're also affected by the bees? They're fucking (laughs) useless, is what they are. (laughs) They're useless. And, like, I'm happy... And then, and then I'm then happy that guy was dead. I yeah. was like, oh, he's a scumbag. He needs to go. Yeah. Um, and then we finally, we eventually get to Safu. Yes, we get to Safu because uh, the plan's working 100% correctly. 100%. Nothing's going wrong yet. Nothing has happened. Uh, and it turns out Safu is currently being controlled by the, that same tree spirit. Yes. So, Alarius had set something into the society of <clears> throat> almost throat> akin, not unlike a conduit, that will be a piece of her mm-hmm. that will be necessary to initiate what's going on. Um, so once Safu's brought back there, she has the most connection with Valerius and then she just immediately fuses with it. And Nesmi has been shot a couple times. Shion just killed a man in cold blood. Because <laughs> Shion, <Yeah. laughs> Shion's mental status breaks whenever something happens to Nesmi. Yeah. And it's always hilarious when it happens. I would say it's more it was more in retaliation. But, oh, 100%. He did not have but, to. But also still cold blooded. <laughs> he did not have to do that. He's like, You hurt Nezumi. He's like, I don't even know what's going I don't on. Know. <laughs> Bang. Um, nothing personal, kid. Yeah, nothing personal, kid. Uh, so Nezumi's like, Wait, I want to blow up this thing and get rid of it once and for all, because that's what Hilarious wants. Hilarious wants to die, or yep. wants the thing to explode. But Xion's like, wait, no, we came here to rescue Safu. I know you don't like her, but still, we need to save her. He's like, it's bigger than you. Uh, and, then, and Safu agrees to to sacrifice herself Yes, to, to help save the city. So hook the bomb up, Xion runs into the elevator with him, and it's like, oh, let's get Safu. Safu, come on come here what are you doing doors are closing <laughs> so the door's closed and, it's a big, and he's like and it's a big, what big, a big emotional piece oh, this, But that's this, not even the, the emotional piece of the episode <laughs> oh my god so this oh so because things are blowing up everyone's panicking
1: and they're, then they're
0: tr- still trying to leave the facility they're still trying to leave the facility um s- still amidst much gunfire much gunfire. Uh, and then, like, Shion and Nezumi are trying to get into this place. It, it's, a, it's a little hospital area because Nezumi got shot a bit, right? Yeah. And um, they're both kind of kind They're, of they're both did. pretty much a little bit wounded. But, like, th- he helps Nezumi. Nezumi gets all better and stuff. And then as they're leaving, like, Shion just gets fucking shot. Yeah, just shot against gets Gets 360 no-scopes. In 360 no-scope <laughs> by a gun and is, like, immediately out. And then they have yeah. to, like, they have to leave in this conveyor belt system yeah. that Dog Keeper is waiting for them. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they end up just laying in the trash chute for a while. It's like, hey, come on, Nezmi, we need to go. Put yeah. Shion, I don't, don't want to leave. Nezumi emotional key. Nezmi starts singing. Nezmi does start singing. Um, and then all of the bees that were... This whole thing is so wild. (laughs) And, like, I was on the edge of my bed the whole time watching this. And I was like, ooh, what's going to happen? So the bees are all flying around. There's a whole bunch of dead people on the floor. Um, And then the bees start combining together into what can only be imagined as... If you've ever seen the commercial for Applejacks where the cinnamon guy creates Mm -hmm. a tornado... And then says, I'm Cinnamon. That's basically what happens with babies. Basically what happens. So there's all these tornadoes that are flying around. And one of them specifically comes from the jail, uh, apparently, because that's where the Illyrius was. And, you know, creates a giant typhoon thingy. And Xion's lifeless corpse is on the ground. Nezumi's just like, I'm sad. And then Xion gets brought back to life. yeah and Saphir standing Yeah. the spirit of Safu was standing there like we're going to do exactly what you wanted because that's what was going to happen the whole time and Nesmi's just like what <laughs> so Nesmi escapes the Shion yep. or as the explosions are going on and then they just wake up in the outskirts but all the walls are torn down yep their plan are succeeded their plan succeeded double thumbs up big thumbs up uh, and then Nezumi's just like, ah, cool. Uh oh wait, look, it's that child that we gave to Dogkeeper. You take this. I'm gonna leave now. Yeah. But keep my rat with you safe. Also, here's this fan service kiss. Oh and yes, we get a we get the third we get the third passionate <laughs> kiss at the anime. Uh and it was very passionate. But everyone's now congregating to the edges where all the walls were because everyone wants to see everyone. Yeah. And everyone wants to see what's going on. Yep. And, and Shion's cool. mom is just like, wait, I'll go find Shion. And Xi'an's going with a baby, a dog, and a rat, and is like Well, let's go back to the city. <laughs> uh, and then it ends, and we don't get to see anything else after that. I'm 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 wondering if there is a I don't think there was a manga for this. There was actually well there was a novel. Oh a novel, okay. Yeah. So I wonder if the novel it Was a a uh, nine volume novel? Nine volumes. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I, yeah. I have to imagine there's more after this. I would hope so. Like, even if it's just small things, like I would be fine. Now we get to tear down all the other cities. <laughs> now we get to tear down all the cities. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, let's talk about... That, that was pretty much it. Uh, I would say this one is a strong watch. Watch it. Yes. Just watch it. I'm um, saying watch it, if, if this is your kind of thing. I give it six meaty bacon bits out of ten watch it. And each bacon bit is worth 10, so... That recommendation's gonna be hell on bothered. Oh, I haven't done those in a while, have I? No. <laughs> no, I haven't done this in season one. I'm bringing it back. Uh, let's that's discuss... Not here, that's not here to stop that's not here to stop listening. <laughs> let's discuss the animation. Um, crisp. Clean. Good. Uh, it was bright and surpri- vibrant. It was surprisingly vibrant for the setting. Yes. Uh, there was a good keyframing. There was nothing that looked goofy as hell. Um, the lighting was great. Everything was good, honestly. Yeah, animation really gets 10 well out of 10. done. Really, really well done animation. Uh, music, not so much. <laughs> that opening hurts my ears. Yeah. That opening is too much. <laughs> I, I skipped it every single time. I, I, I only I've watch learned, it for the first episode and the last I, episode. I specifically learned how long the the. Yes, and I just, <laughs> it, I, just, I, I, just it. I just hit the uh, little trigger on my thing to keep the... Line going, yeah. it's like two two and a half minutes or so, and I'm just like, I yeah. don't remember any of the in music unless they were specifically singing. Um, I think it was just a kind of standard ending yeah, music filler. Music. Something I don't remember. Uh, the music wasn't really a thing for this anime. Definitely not. They they blew their budget on in the stories. story. these <laughs> these high definition bees. <laughs> Because uh, I'm going to tell you how defined these bees were. Like, they were really well done. They were pretty ripped. Yeah. Uh, they're genetically, genetically, modified bees. they're GMO bees. GMO bees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and rank it. This is just me and you, Henry. We get to put it wherever we want. S. We now create a new ranking. New ranking. New, ranking. new ranking. B B ranking. B. Well, they're already B ranking. No, no. There's the B ranking, and then there's A. B, B, B ranking. ranking. Ah. Easy. No, I think this is a solid A. Yeah, I'd say A too. Um, originally, starting with it, like I would have 100% said it was B, maybe even C, because I didn't like it very much. But once I got to the end of it, I was like, big payoffs. I liked it because it was constantly going forward. There's none of the the side shuffling like have to do this thing yeah it wasn't like we're going to talk about some of the plots some of the yeah. time like noir it was every plot every episode all day yeah, everything you were watching was relevant yes everything was relevant there was nothing that was downtime or that you would think is filler they're doing it for the story yeah because it's character development in a 12 episode anime character development yeah it was great you can't do that no you can but you did it um, uh, and now we get to select the new anime woo I've never done this before This is exciting. You go all the way way down. You hit the the, the button. You hit reset form? No, you hit... I mean, if you want to, then we can put whatever we want in here. And then hit randomize. Inugami-san to Nekoyama-san. This is a cat and a rabbit? No, Inugami is a dog. Inugami and Nekoyama. Dog to cat? Is this cat dog? We're watching cat dog in Japanese. Is that what's going on? I got you. Yashio Inugami, a cat-loving extrovert, and Sozu Nekoyama, a dog-loving introvert, are unexpectedly cast into a relationship on a day like any other. The pair find themselves drawn together through an inexplicable attraction to their opposite personalities as they quickly begin to understand one another. Inugami's hardened resolve to gain Nekoyama's favor only leads to frenzied responses soon after their momentous union. The two begin to spend more time with one another, growing closer all the while. Their combined antics gain the attention of the mousy Mecha-Nezu, a classmate of Inukami, as soon as they join the biology club. There, they meet Ushikawa Ukiji, a passive cow-like upperclassman. Nezu and Nekuyama soon begin to build upon their relationship, and a game of cat and mouse soon begins... Wild, explosive, and vibrant, Inugami san to Nekoyama san tells the comedic tale of two high school girls and their less than normal relationship. Back to the barnyard? That's what we're watching. <laughs> 2014. Three minute episodes? What? Wait, man? what? Where do you see that? Duration. Three Duration. minutes Duration. per episode? Uh, you can't be serious! <laughs> We'll have to check this out here in a moment, because that means we can get through everything in half an hour. What? Uh, it is not actually three minutes, I'm pretty sure. I mean it could be. Uh, this is odd. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and go back to the to the to the wattpad. There we go. And um, yeah, so catch us uh, on the weekday. Talking about Animu. The Uh, Animu. The Animu. (laughs) And also, um, hopefully we'll get the stream game going up soon. More. Often. Yeet. Yeet. Uh, Yeet, as the kids say. Uh, Signing off. we're not yeeting our stream. Signing off. I'm Robert, a.k.a. Big Biz. The Big Biz? The Big Biz. (laughs) This has been Henry. Just Henry. (laughs) You think it's Henry, but it's actually just a collection of bees. They don't know that from across the (laughs) street, the audio device. Have a good rest of your day.